Hey guys, right at the top of the show, before we get started, I just wanted to remind everybody that the best way to support the show is by going to your podcasting app and giving the show a rating and review. That way it helps other people find us. We're in a real big push right now. The show took off really well when we first launched, and we just want to keep that inertia going. So please, go to your podcasting app and leave us a five-star rating and a review, and just say how great we are. Thanks a lot. of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well even in poor communication conditions alpha bravo charlie alpha bravo charlie Hello and welcome to Alpha Bravo Charlie, the only place currently on the internet you can listen to two idiots talk about Wilco songs in alphabetical order, episode by episode, week by week. I'm with my good buddy Kevin. Kevin, how are you doing today? Uh, I, I think that is a very uh, apt and, and honest way to describe this podcast. <laughs> um, today, we are doing another twofer in a way sort of in a we're doing another twofer kevin i'm gonna let you explain what i mean by that because you are so much better with the facts and the figures of wilco than i am dive in buddy i don't want this to be controversial so if you listeners out there have a problem with this he's snapping get fingers. bent oh no no of course we, we love and appreciate all uh six of our listeners and this, this, this is the last episode we're recording before or one of the last episodes we're recording before our first episode goes live i think oh my god i don't know kevin this is a milestone hold on let me make sure that's accurate yeah because our first episode goes live august 3rd our next recording date because we do these in batches for the little bit bit behind the scene how the sausage is made kind of thing we do these in batches of six or seven or so and our next recording date is august 5th so as of this you guys will be will have the first episode in your hand when we're doing the next recording yeah that's pretty so, awesome uh, the, the reason i bring that up is, is because at this point i'm assuming uh of course this we're probably number one on the itunes charts like if it's a we don't know for certain but I, i'm gonna assume this is probably one of the top three most popular podcasts in the world i'm gonna be right? surprised no, 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 no. if we're not on fallon at this point we're gonna be on jimmy fallon yeah. by this point yeah, probably by the time you're listening to this, rec, uh, th- this episode, we're probably on, on Fallon. We're probably also on Colbert uh, and Seth Meyers. And, and probably The Daily Show, too. I, I could see that. Is it sad so, that my, my idea of the height of fame is going on Jimmy Fallon? Is that, okay. is that sad? Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything negative, but Jimmy Fallon's fine. I, right. To me, I've, I've always been a Conan O'Brien, me too. Um, Stephen Colbert kind of guy. Anyways. Um. Uh, so I, I don't know how I got on that tangent. I think I was threatening the listeners not to send me complaints about this. If, if uh, just teeing up, prepping you that this could be controversial, but I feel that it's best to do these two songs together. Um, so we're going to do Blood of the Lamb, but we're also going to do, and we're going to listen to both songs, When the Roses Bloom Again, because these two songs are incredibly connected and if we were to do them separately and because they're both on opposite ends of the alphabet we'd probably be covering a lot of the same ground across the same across those two episodes so let's get them both out of the way right now i will so we'll file this under b for blood and blood of the lamb but this is also a joint episode with when the roses bloom again because these two songs 
are very connected um, because uh, uh, originally uh, th th these are two Mermaid Avenue songs, so they were they're produced with recorded with Billy Bragg. Um, these lyrics for "When the Roses Bloom Again" were found amongst the uh, Woody Guthrie lyrics. So Woody Guthrie. Uh, maybe we should play the song and uh, I, I got, I got stuff to talk about. I don't want to, uh, um, but maybe we'll, we'll, we'll put in a blood lamb as I, as I ramble about Bob Dylan and Woody Guthrie and these box of song lyrics. Now I'm going to, I'm going to save my opinion of which one of these I like best for the end of the show. Yeah. I would love to hear that. Uh, uh, so Woody Guthrie, um, had a bunch of song lyrics. When he met Bob Dylan in the 60s, when Bob was like just an up and comer, he said, oh, you should go to my house on Mermaid Avenue, somewhere in New York, uh, and and get these song lyrics and, and you can finish these songs. So Bob Dylan, uh, in the middle of winter, like had to walk through a swamp or something. This story is from his um, autobiography, Chronicles, Volume 1. And he talks about Wilco in that, because he, he goes to get these song lyrics. Uh, Woody's wife isn't there, it's the babysitter and he doesn't want to go, oh, can you go look through Woody's stuff and give me these song lyrics? So he leaves. Uh, and of course, three decades later, Wilco gets these song lyrics uh, with Billy Bragg and records three albums, Mermaid Avenue, Volume 1, 2, and 3. Um, so these song lyrics, uh, not these song lyrics, the song lyrics on the next song, When the Roses Bloom Again, were found in there and Jeff and the boys recorded a beautiful song called When the Roses Bloom Again. And then they realized, oh no, this is just some lyrics Woody had that he liked, kept in here. These aren't Woody Guthrie lyrics. These are actually lyrics from the Carter family. Uh, so then they repurposed the melody and um, uh, the chords and, and into this song, which is actually a Woody Guthrie song, uh, Blood of the Lamb. They got two different vibes, so they did change up the vibes. This one sounds a little bit more like a sea shanty, or um, like it almost sounds like kind of like early December, right? Yeah. Like there's just a, a heaviness to it, a bouncing, uh, which you, you can hear. It almost sounds like a, a jug. Uh, I don't know what you call that music, but you know when people blow into jugs. Blowing jug, yeah, yeah. It sounds like one of those songs. I don't know what that style. Yeah. Which let me look. I don't believe there is a jugus. I don't hear one. I just uh, the, the well the bass. It would really fit though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you got uh, Billy just doing acoustic guitar. Uh, uh, you got Jeff on uh, various types of guitars. Uh, John playing a double bass. Uh, Ken Whoa, Coomer. What's a double bass? Is that like a, a like a stand-up bass? Oh, okay. I never heard called yeah. that before. Um, Jay doing his usual organs. Um, and this is originally from the Mermaid Avenue Volume 2 record. So I've never been exactly clear if this is exactly how it's recorded for Volume 1 or if they went in afterwards and did some overdubs to just polish the song up a bit because uh, Jeff and Jay both have a lot of credits on the song in terms of slide guitar and baritone guitar and acoustic guitar and various types of organs and pianos. This is my uh, second, probably my second fa uh, favorite Jeff Cadence way he sings this song. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I think he does this this voice really well. I, I'll be honest. Um, 
Uh, I really love When the Roses Bloom Again. That's one of my top 10 Jeff Tweedy songs, probably. If I We'll get there. Top 15, at least. We'll get there. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, but, but uh, Blood of the Lamb has, has never resonated. To, to me, it's like, it's like, why watch the Star Wars prequels when you can just watch the original trilogy, right? Like, it, it, it's... it's they're kind of the same, but to me, this is a lesser version of When the Roses Bloom Again. It definitely does kind of have a, a, a different vibe, though. It tries to do its own thing, which is interesting because at the time they would have probably assume that no one would ever hear When the Roses Bloom Again. So why not just do a straight one for one adaptation and just swap out Jeff's vocals with the new lyrics and call it a day. So it is cool that they went the extra mile and totally kind of revamped the song. So it's your impression that they never intended it for this to be heard by by the world uh i just in in 1997 when they were recording uh these songs uh did they have the anticipation at the time to release three volumes of it and release when the roses bloom again which is um uh you know an outtake of an outtake because it's not actually a woody guthrie song did they have the foresight to think that the album would be so popular that they would release virtually everything from those sessions mm. i don't know yeah well, that was Blood of the Lamb, and now let's listen to the alternate version. I, I don't know if you call it the alternate. It's just because it's a different song, but it's it's this, it's the same song, different vibe. Here we go. When the Roses Bloom Again. They were strolling in the gloaming with the roses. Uh, so that's um, Bob Egan's... Uh, doing pedal steel i guess Corey harris also has a lap steel guitar uh credit so a couple different steel guitars in the song um there's not a lot of studio material that bob egan who was an official member of the band at one period actually ended up uh on i think he only has a couple credits on being there and maybe a few credits on mermaid avenue and then he was out of the band um uh, but to me the the steel guitar um just gives a really good thick nostalgia vibe to the song that I think really works with the lyrics. You know what's funny is a lot of these uh, songs off of Mermaid Avenue are religion religion based, and usually that makes me kind of uh, a little soft in the song. Like I like it makes me like eh, I, I I don't really care for the message in the song. But like I think Wilco could probably sing anything. And I'd, I'd at least be open to giving it a shot. Yeah, and it's different too because I know like I'm a big George Harrison fan, um, and and sometimes uh, and George never sang uh, like I, I'm thinking about like the album All Things Must Pass. He never sang like I guess he did sing directly about his faith, but it wasn't super pushy with it, so it never bothered me. But I know it has bothered some people, just the the a spiritual nature in, in in general. If you're a a very uh, strong atheist um, or maybe just don't want to hear people sing about that if that makes people feel uncomfortable I'm, I'm totally fine with that but or I understand that it just doesn't but, register with um, me I, it's not that it makes me feel in a certain way it just I, I can't relate to it you know so, can't relate to yeah. it yeah I, I think um, Wilco did a good job of making these songs um, sound kind of timeless and, and they could be pulled from so like they almost sound like traditional songs right mm -hmm. Um, cause I, you know, I don't get the vibe that, um, and I don't know how religious this song is in general. Uh, to me, I always kind of interpret this as kind of a war song. When the roads of bloom uh, again. Yeah. 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 I, like, yeah. 
blood of the lamb is that, that, that i'm sorry yeah I, good I, point I fair enough yeah. yeah see i get so focused on when the roses bloom again <laughs> yeah. i'm not even thinking about blood of the lamb um but yeah i think if, if you're listening if you can how well you can hear the song over me rambling uh it, it melody's the same chord progression's the same um lyrics are different and vibes are totally different so it, it's really cool to hear the how far you can take one song in two different directions while keeping it within the same musical genre right mm-hmm. i mean you could just destroy your guitars and play this on a electric guitar and at you know twice the speed and it sound like a rock song sure but this is two very different acoustic alterna folk songs or whatever genre you want to put it in folk songs god i love when he pushes his voice like that little creak he gets out of it i love it yeah yeah it sounds great uh, jeff's not the most um um traditionally talented singer right like he's not never going to um be you know hitting all the high notes and and just really giving it uh um but he he really knows to how to work with what he's got those are the best kind of singers man i mean like there's nothing hearing a fabulous singer is great and all but there's nothing interesting about it because every great singer is going to give you pretty much the same the, the same vibe yeah but you if you take that same song and give it to a kind of a alternative version of a good singer uh, you're going to get something new every time. And I just, I, I just always appreciate the, not your standard, uh, your classic good voice singers uh, a lot more. That's just me though. <clears throat> but that was when the road, uh, when the roses bloom again. Um, I can't tell you what my favorite among the two are because both of them ring to me so hmm. well, uh, in different ways. Uh, I, if I had to choose though, I would think Blood of the Lamb would be the one that I like better. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Um, they're but they're both I mean, I would say if I had to say which one I like better, they 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 probably level out about the same, but if you if gun to my head, if I had to pick one of them, I'd say Blood of the Lamb would probably be the one that I enjoy the sound of, the feel of a lot and like you said, they they both have incredibly different feels. And uh Blood of the Lamb is the one that rings with me a little bit more, I think. Roses is um, uh, the first one I heard. It's the first one that and really resonated with me. I remember distinctly the first time I heard it because it was in the studio version. Uh, there is a radio station that probably most people know about uh, in Los Angeles called KCRW, uh, just famous uh, radio station. They do a show, a morning show called uh, Morning Becomes Eclectic. Uh, morning Becomes Eclectic was the first um um, program that I remember seeing like publishing videos on the internet. This is pre YouTube internet. Uh, and I, I feel like it was, it was, was real player. Is that what it was? Do you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Real, the, oh, real player, the, the application. Yeah. 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 So you could watch their, these really low res, like super, super low res videos. Uh, but the sound was, was, was okay. Um, and so anyway, it was Wilco in studio performing the song with the modern day lineup. So this must've been 2004. Uh, 2005 maybe so uh um and i i can't i've tried to track that version down um and and i i can't find it anymore though i'm assuming that any sort of version of the band doing this song of the modern era is probably similar enough um but you know it's modern day wilco so you got nels klein doing lap steel and it's just them in the room together playing the song with no audience and it just sounded beautiful and the studio version is beautiful too um 
Um, uh, but yeah, I've always tried looking for for that. But I think that's the sort of stuff that the internet has uh, eaten because it was not uh, put up on, on a modern uh, video streaming platform like YouTube. Yeah, uh, I think YouTube came out in around 2003. And, and you say, have you looked on YouTube? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, now I am in Canada, so I'm region locked. So a lot of times there's videos, uh, and we'll talk about this, I think in the can't stand it episode, cause I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself, yeah. but the, a lot of times music, uh, videos are region locked. So in the States, the state as Canada, we look at the States with envy because you guys get all the videos up here. I want to watch a Saturday night live sketch. Uh, and I, somebody posts it. And then it's, oh, this video is not available in your area. That happens all the time. So it's possible it is out there and it's just not accessible to me. Or maybe it has been posted since the last time. Or maybe it just didn't look uh, enough. But um, definitely, I guess what I'm trying to get at in a long, convoluted way, and I apologize, uh, is just how good um, uh, the song sounds with the modern band, too, doing it. Well, that brings us to our sponsor, NordVPN. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, everybody. Well, if you want to go to abcwilco.com, you can find where to listen to the show, iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, any of the places that podcasts are available. That's where we are. You can also leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you think. Do you agree with me? Is is, uh, Blood of the Lamb a better song than When the Roses Bloom Again? I don't know. Also, you can support the show in a couple different ways. You can donate straight to the show via the Anchor app, or you can go to our Teespring shop and buy a t-shirt or a coffee mug or a sweatshirt. I put some designs up there so you guys can buy those. Uh, you can find all of our social media at uh, by searching at ABC Wilco. That's Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm not on Facebook. Kevin, did you say you set up a Facebook page, or did you say that you're just going to be advertising it on Facebook? I can't remember. Uh, I, I did not set up a Facebook page. Okay, I, I just couldn't um, remember that. But I, I, I will post about it Great. on certain Facebook groups, perhaps. Uh, um, but there is no official Alpha Bravo Charlie Wilco Facebook page. So if you see a Facebook page about it, either I did it afterwards, I uh, recorded this, or it's an impersonator. We are so popular after that first. We are. We are. Yeah. I, I, I'm, again, I have to assume <laughs> we are that popular once. Well, you know, once these episodes go to air. Do you guys want to shoot us an email? You can do it at abcwilco at gmail.com. You can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. And I think that's all. Oh no, we need you guys to go to whatever service you listen to us on and leave a rating and a review. If you can't support the show in any way, that is the one way that you can do it. You can give us five stars, three stars, four stars, any stars you want. Just not one star. Come on, don't be a dickhead. We're doing this for free. Yeah, come on. We're we're good guys. For free. Um, And just give us a little bit of a push in the way people find us. Um, I think that is technically everything. Yes, it is. On the next episode, we will be covering Blue-Eyed Soul off of the album AM from 1995. Kevin, you excited about that one? Uh, I didn't know that was next. I am very excited for that. It is a great song. I hope you guys at this point in your listening have enjoyed. What was the first? Was I in your dreams? Because now you can officially listen to the show as of this episode being recorded. So until the next episode, bye. <laughs>